matey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. We are back in the crow's nest. It's week 14. And uh, it's little Ricky here. As always, I'm joined by Hanker. And today we have a very, very special guest. Uh, He wears many different hats. Today he's wearing a fine pirate hat. He's also my boss at uh, McDougal Insurance. Uh, Home, auto, life, commercial, you name it, we've got it. McDougalInsurance.com, real people working for you since 1946. Uh, Put your hands together for the week one Bet Pirate winner, Scooter Man, a.k.a. Kelly McKinney. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Um, Kelly, maybe uh, to, to start us off, give us a little intro about yourself, sort of what you got going on, maybe what got you into football um, and, and who you cheer for, something like that. Give us, give us a little intro. Okay, thanks, little Ricky. Um, I started watching NFL football in earnest in 1986 because our basketball team went to uh, Los Angeles, California, uh, the number one draft pick from Canada, a guy named Mike Shad, went to school uh, not far from where I lived in Belleville, and he was playing for the LA Rams before they were the St. Louis Rams and back to the LA Rams. And uh, we went up to the gate, and our coach said, uh, hi, I'm Frank Farrell. I'm here to see uh, Mike Shad. And they said, who? And he said, Frank Farrell. And they said, no, never heard of you. And they said, okay, I'm here to see Mike Shad. And they're like, who? So they had no idea who we were, who Mike Shad was at the <laughs> ticket office. They knew on the field because he was a – a machine. And, um, I've been a fan sort of off and on since I actually don't know a lot about NFL football. I'm going to make a lot of stuff up, but I, uh, I'm, I wouldn't say a bandwagoner, but I've always loved Buffalo because they've struggled so long. They're the underdog. They're fun to cheer for right now. I'm going to the game actually this Sunday. Um, do you want me to stop talking? Um, Hanker, is he cutting in and out for you? He is. Yeah. Okay. And, and like, I don't know, so I can't hear him at all right now if he stopped talking. I'm um, not talking. Okay, okay. Are, are you getting any of the audio lines for anyone else but me? I can only see mine, and I don't know if that's something that I'm fucking up here. Uh, I am seeing the waveforms for everyone, and usually, okay. even if there is some latency while we're talking, uh, when all of the files get uploaded... It's pretty seamless, so I can trim through this, or I'll probably just leave it because. Yeah, honestly, just leave it. But as long as you can hear him, you, he did cut out on my end. But uh, okay, so Kelly, uh, watching football for a long time, we're all going. So all three of us on this podcast are going to be at the Bills Jets game this week, which is why we've done a little Week 14 special edition. So every single prop on the sheet this week is geared towards that Bills Jets game which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, Before we get into that prop sheet, quick shout out. Uh, So last week, first week of December, um, actually Scooter Man, who's with us, had nine correct guesses. My brother, Twippy Hayes, also had nine correct guesses. And uh, Liam edged him out with the tiebreaker. So he had uh, a lot higher of a, of a point total for that, uh, that Sunday night game. So that was the only difference. Kelly could have been a two-time winner and the most uh, earning bet pirate man of all time. But uh, Kelly, how does that make you feel? Can I swear on the podcast? Can y- I say yes, fuck? of course. You're fucking right. Fuck. I mean, to lose to Liam. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's He's actually, actually tough. Oh, 
that seats him at the one a spot on the whole season. So he's looking at the season prize. He's got it by two points as well. Cupcakes, who we had on a few weeks ago, is in second. I don't think you're too far from the top, uh, despite, I think, missing maybe one or two. You, most people in the hunt have, have participated every week. I think, I think you're actually still in there, despite having missed one or two. Huh. Not sure how we did that, but, hey, it happens. You know uh, what? Okay, I'm going to start focusing now, then, for the rest of the season. Yeah, you put in a good grind to the end. Uh, you you never know that that total prize is going to be the biggest one we have. So, I mean, uh, hopefully we get some more entries uh, coming in for December. Uh, this week, we're going to do a little marketing for sure. <laughs> we're, uh, so, Henry and I, we're taking an Elite Sport Tours bus trip. So, uh, no free ads, but shout out Elite Sport Tours. Uh, very expensive this year. We did the same trip three years ago. It was about half the price, but inflation and the bills being good uh knocks are up to about 500 bucks for bus ticket and then they they provide all your food and booze at the tailgate but uh we're gonna try and get everyone on our bus to do uh to do a sheet before we leave the bus for the tailgate which is uh hopefully gonna drive some numbers up but with that fellas i think let's get into uh to week 14 here and we we kick it off with who's gonna take this one it's the bills versus the jets we're doing this featured week and uh, the Jets beat him in the first meeting, but uh, I don't know. I think we're all well. Actually, Henry Henry might be cheering against the Bills. Kelly's going Bills. I, I hooked him up What's... with a sweet Stefan Diggs jersey today. So signed, signed jersey, signed Look, Stefan Diggs jersey. Hanker, who are you cheering for? You're a Dolphins fan. I I am a fan, not even of football. I'm a fan of people observing football. I just, I root for adversity and I'm never, I think I can, I can see where you're coming from, why I might, might give off that I want the Jets to win this. I do have Garrett Wilson in my fantasy. He's a beast. Wouldn't mind seeing a couple touchdowns from him, but I don't necessarily want them to win. That's kind of the problem with not having a team and only doing fantasy is I don't give a shit about people's health or who actually wins. <laughs> I just want... Clyde Edwards Alaire to get a goddamn rushing touchdown. That's it. So I, I see that. I, I know I said this, I think, last week or the week before. I'm not foolish enough to wear a Jets jersey to this game. In fact, I was looking, you'd offered up some jerseys. I might have to, if you've got a Nate Peterman, I'd happily grab one of those. <laughs> I think that might look good. Classic. I was going to ask that question. What jersey do you wear into the game? Because how, how brave are you? Would you wear a Dolphins jersey? Not in Buffalo. No, I, I, it's like, <laughs> it's, it'd be funny with these guys on the bus and then it would quickly become, I've been, I've never been to a tailgate, which I anticipate to be as crazy as this one. We've done, um, we've done jets in, in New York against the Patriots. So I don't even think it was a particular, I guess, divisional game. Am I right? But nothing. Yeah, like, Hanker's getting it. Yep. Nothing too crazy. I think they were in the absolute dumpster then. And then we watched the Dolphins and Bills game in Miami. And I was, that was a significantly better tailgate. Um, so I have high expectations because I've heard from, from Lil Ricky that both of those pale in comparison to what we're about to walk into in, in Buffalo. Yes, I can guarantee you the tailgate we're about to have this Sunday will be far and away better than both of those tailgates. One in 
MetLife Stadium for the Jets, and then we did Hanker's uh, Dadchelor Turn Bachelor Party in Miami. That, uh, that was pretty good. Okay, so prop number one, you're picking the outright winner there. We move along to prop number two. Um, this might surprise some people. Josh Allen, you know, still the MVP in my heart. But uh, but he has had a lot of turnovers this year. He's actually leading the league right now in uh, in interceptions and fumbles combined. So prop number two: Will Josh Allen lose a fumble during the game that is recovered by the Jets? So he has to fumble it and and then also have it recovered by the Jets for that one to hit. Um, Kelly, I'll make a I know side prop with I'll side prop with either of you guys. Anybody on the line? I'll bet that he fumbles it, but it's recovered by the Bills. Oh no. Prop. You cut out. You cut out mid side prop. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Five bucks that he will fumble it, but it'll be recovered by the Bills. Okay. Okay. Anybody well, want it? You let me know. I, I'll I'll take you on that. Actually, like, okay. wait, you're saying he will do that or won't do that? He what will side do you want to be on? But it will be recovered by the Bills because they know oh, no. he's going to fumble at some point. You, so you're they're frozen be ready. again, Kelly. You're out in your bunkie. No, I'm actually in the house. Oh, really? Yeah. Am good, I frozen uh, now? No, you're good now. What side do you want to be on? What side of history? The right side. <laughs> okay. So for that bet, $5, uh, side bet with Kelly. You'll have to work on the uh, logistics there if he wants the fumble to be recovered or not. But uh, recovered we're going to move on. Question number okay. three, which team, we're getting the defense in here, which team records the first sack in the game? So both teams, pretty good defenses. The Jets have been playing very well. Uh, Bills, they lost Von Miller. So to, well, he was leading their team in sacks. So, I mean, he won't be playing in this one. Uh, kind of a toss-up. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, Josh Allen, the one thing I'll say is he's very good at escaping sacks, but it doesn't mean he's immune to them for sure. So an interesting one there, uh, up next and Kelly, I know you're not in any fantasy leagues, but I know you do do some, uh, are you in a survivor pool or a confidence pool? What do you do? You know, it's, it's not a survivor pool. I don't even know what it's called every week. You just have to pick two winners. And you can only pick one team once, and you've got bye weeks. So I don't know what you call that, but it's it's harder than it seems. Yeah, for sure. So so you if you get both games right, you get two points. But if you only get yep. one right, you get one point. Is that kind of how it works? You're, you're catching on. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's it. Okay, well, here we go. Number four, it's the Bills wide receiver teammates. Who's going to have more receiving yards on the day? Stefan Diggs or Gabe Davis, um, you know, there's a clear and away favorite here in Stefan Diggs. He's, he's, you know, top three in the league in total receiving yards right now, but he's going up against the rookie, uh, Mr. Sauce Gardner, who, uh, who's been very good for the Jets. So it'll be interesting to see this one. Uh, I'm actually predicting Gabe Davis to have a big day. Um, not necessarily bigger than Stefan Diggs, but a big day for my fantasy team, I hope so. That's prop number four. Do we know, number, before you move yep. on, do we know if Gabe Davis on his birth certificate is actually just Gabe Davis? I know like when he had that huge game, and I want to say it was either the first round of playoffs last year or like one of the last games of the year. He had four touchdowns. You remember that? Yeah. Well, that was against the Chiefs. That was, that the, was the, the Chiefs heartbreaker. game? Yeah. That was, so, yeah. 
and it was Gabriel Davis, Gabriel Davis. And then all of a sudden, That's- nobody's calling him Gabriel. And not even that, like if you go to NFL.com, it's like the R-I-E-L or whatever. The last few letters of his name are just gone. Do we know what happened there? Yeah, I don't know. I uh, everyone I've heard says Gabe Davis now, and I don't remember back to that necessarily. I was that was such a whirlwind for me. And um, thanks for making me relive it. I thought the Bills were on their way to the AFC Championship thanks to Gabriel or Gabe Davis. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I, I honestly, it's a maybe uh, one of the listeners if they if they know it. Are you saying on NFL it shows Gabriel? No, but it did no, last just year. Gabe. And I'm like, Yahoo Fantasy. So I don't, I like to think that somebody just punched it in that way. They're like, oh, it must be Gabriel. And then uh, he's like, now that he's relevant, he has four touchdowns. They're like, actually, that's not my name. Can you you fix that? (laughs) I think you might be right. Hank, I might be able to help with this discussion. Um, He was confused for a short time with uh, Gabriel Davis, the Brazilian Association soccer ball, soccer or footballer. And but his real name is Gabe Davis. There you go. There you go. There wow. you go. So okay, somebody that's, did a and, poor Wikipedia search and then bingo bango <laughs> NFL.com. And then guests. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, our our expert com- chimes in. He's uh, he was the week one winner, clearly knows what he's talking about. Scooterman, Kelly McKinney, it's Gabe Davis. That settles that. Number five, these guys, no problem. Uh, pronouncing their names it's the tight ends we've got Dawson Knox on the Bills and Ty Conklin on the Jets and it's which one's going to score more fantasy points um to be honest this is a coin flip these guys could both put up zero points it's been that bad at the tight end position this year but uh you're picking one there and hoping somebody uh catches a pass number six this is Hanker's guy he talked about him at the start of the show it's Garrett Wilson, the rookie. Will he record over 79 and a half receiving yards? So, uh, Hanker, we uh, had year. him in this prop before. He let us down. He hit the under. What do you think this week? Are, are we expecting big things? How about this? Do we have a weather report? Do we have any inclination if there's going to be snow on the ground? I do have the weather report, and I can tell you right now, there is very little wind expected, which is uh, which is a rarity in Buffalo, and I think that means big things for the passing game. So, um, it, it is saying there's like a small chance of sleet at some point, which yes. uh, would put a bit of a a bit of a you know sort of dumpster fire on uh, potentially passing the ball. But uh, but yeah, for right now, it's showing that it's going to be clear. As no soon as wind. this Mike White guy took over. It seems like he is a lock for the over on this. I know that, I don't know if it's just he likes the option or it's coincidence or what it is, but I'm a lot more confident this time around that he does go over. And I think our line was a lot higher too before. Yeah, it it was. We were up around 100, I believe, last time Mm -hmm. we had him on. Um, It looks like Kelly, oh, there he is, back in. You guys still hear me? Kelly, maybe yeah, just, Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? To... <laughs> Debbie was streaming Yellowstone. You had to go in and kick Not the remote out of her hand. What happened there? 
Okay, number seven. This is the over-under question, and the line right now is 45 and a half. So uh, will it be over-under there? Um, I mean, the, the Jets with Mike White, they've been putting up some points. So this one, I, I don't know. I'm tempted to say the over. And actually, I'm just looking now. For some reason, it's actually dropped since the start of the week. So it's down to 44 and a half, but we're going to stick oh. with the 45 and a half. So an extra point on ours. But uh, but I think that's a pretty realistic over, and we're a big overs guy podcast. Okay, number eight. And uh, Kelly, I don't know. Do you know either of the running backs' names on the Buffalo Bills? I'm putting you on the spot here, a little trivia, see how much of a fan you are. Yeah, good question. I think uh, OJ Singletary. Yep. Singletary, I love it. Uh, and then uh, the rookie they drafted. Yeah, I don't know. I could guess, but okay. Know. So we've got Devin Singletary and James Cook. He's the brother of Delvin Cook on the Minnesota Vikings, who's uh, a pretty good, pretty good uh, running back in the league. Definitely one of the better ones. And it's who's going to have more rushing yards on the day: James Cook or Devin Singletary? Uh, Devin Singletary is listed on the depth chart as the number one option. But uh, James Cook's been getting a lot more involved lately, so that one will be interesting. It's uh, it's another coin flip there. Okay, uh, speaking of running backs, we didn't want to exclude the Jets. They've had some injury trouble, so they've got a rookie undrafted who's uh, taken over the backfield. In his name, we were fighting on Gabe Davis. This guy is Zonovan Knight, so it's like Donovan but with a Z. And uh, it's will he record a touchdown? He hasn't had one yet. He's had two starts. Hanker, uh, you you know anything about Zonovan Knight? Look, nothing as it pertains to the sport of football that I can add to this. I have no fucking idea. But I am also <laughs> expecting a son. I don't know if I told you this, Kelly. I am having a son in March of next year. Uh, so thinking about names... I uh, I can't find a better corpus of options to select from than scrolling through the depth charts in the NFL. Zonovan could very <laughs> up until now it's been Amon Ra is my favorite. Uh, Sarah not so much into it. Um, Zonovan, I think I have a shot. After we close things down, I'm going to go in and, and make a campaign that we call my son Zonovan Goddard. Zano, Zonovan Knight Goddard. I kind of like Knight as the middle name. Just take, rip the whole thing. Zonovan Knight Goddard. ZK. ZK. It's good. He'd be the only I, one in class. That'd be the bonus. <laughs> yeah. Depends how big of a Well, I don't know. Na- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Jets beat the Bills twice, and all of a sudden, Zonovan's the most named guy in New York. Um, <laughs> there you go. Okay, I like it. I like it. Uh, moving on, so number 10, uh, we just talked about this guy, Devin Singletary. It's will he record a rushing touchdown? So he was at a, a little bit of a slump at the start of the year, but he's been finding the end zone lately. So Mr. Devin Singletary, will he get one using his legs? It's got to be a rushing touchdown. Can't be a passing or receiving touchdown. And then we get to the the big one here. It's uh, Mr. Mike White. The new starting quarterback back? for the New York Jets. Um, he wasn't even dressed the last time they played the Bills. It was uh, Joe Flacco was backing up Zach Wilson. So 
I mean, it's it's been a total flip there. And honestly, I think it's working out better for the Jets, which scares oh, me yes. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson, good at banging uh, women moms. over the age of 40. Yeah, <laughs> moms. Uh, not that good at throwing balls to his receivers. So, yeah, I don't know. It's Will. Uh, so, so prop number 11, does Mike White throw an interception? I certainly hope so, but uh, but tough to say. Tough to say. Why? What happened to Flacco? They just he had like a couple okay games for them. They just not into it. On to the next one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know to be honest. Like, I mean, he is pretty old, so you know there could be things. You know, like if they are truly thinking they're going to be a playoff team, they might not think his arm can take throwing you know, 50 passes a game every week after week. So that could have played into it. Um, and, and honestly, I like, as far as the Zach Wilson thing goes, it, it was kind of crazy. Cause like, you know, he was winning games. He just wasn't playing well, but it was, it, I think it was that interview and we talked about it a little bit. Totally was. Hanker. Um, he, he, he was asked if he felt like he let down the defense and he said, Nope, <laughs> Nope, I did not nope. Despite playing horrible. So um, you're totally yeah, right they, because like they, they almost certainly asked or read the room. I'm not even sure what the coach's name is there, but kind of basically that quote's going to get out, even if it was a bit out of context, which I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure he just point blank said it. He wasn't the problem. You, you, how do you expect to go out and face those people after that? Like just, the, the number one media training move is to just fall on your sword, take it, even if it isn't your fault. So I believe he doesn't do that interview. I think he's maybe not this game, but he would have been starting the next one that they benched him for. Yeah, for sure. No, I I'm with you a hundred percent. And and it's funny. Um, the guys, there was, there was a, a couple pictures that went viral and it was the next week at practice. All the Jets defensive players were wearing Mike White t-shirts, which <laughs> yeah. is like a pretty big statement. Like, you get to do a whole podcast just on on uh, the dressing room, you know, killers like players who are amazing players who just killed the killed the room, weren't good teammates, were dicks or whatever, and how that you know affected their careers. But I think he's. I felt bad for him because it was sort of an offhand comment. Like it's like he reacted without yeah, thinking. I, but I agree. I and and it is funny. Like the NFL is the one sport more than all of them, like NBA a little bit, but the NFL, they've made it into a me sport rather than a team sport because guys like you'll notice it's, it's the play that pisses me off the most in the entire league, but it's fourth down. The quarterback throws up a prayer and the defensive guy tries to intercept the ball instead of just swatting it down. If they yeah. swat it down, they literally go back to where the quarterback threw it from, you know, like it, it, and you're guaranteed to get the ball. It happened. I mean, the bills got burned by the, you know, Justin Jefferson and the Vikings on that exact play, but they, they get incentives to, to, you know, if I get a certain number of interceptions, I get a certain number of sacks. I do, you know, they, they actually get paid based on that. So there, there is, they've kind of built it that way. And then obviously guys come in and some of them have, the biggest egos in the world. They think they're the best. Zach Wilson might've been one of those guys or again, just sort of reacts to a comment, but it, I mean, it's snap of the fingers. He lost the room with that. So uh, unfortunate, but I think it's actually benefited the jets. So we'll see what happens. Uh, prop number 12. 
will either kicker in the Bills versus Jets game miss a field goal or extra point? So last week we put in the doink question. Will one hit the post and, and not go in? Uh, this week we're removing the doink, but it's only this game. So it's will a kicker miss a field goal or extra point? And, uh, and with that, that brings us to our first mate question of the week. Uh, Kelly, you want to take it away? I would love to. Uh, will Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs hug each other? And there's more to it on the field in the fourth quarter. So uh, if you're not a Buffalo fan, maybe you missed it, but there was a, a beautiful hug between the two of them and uh, lots of memes and, and videos. But it was quite a touching hug if you're a Buffalo fan. Uh, so will they hug in the fourth quarter with Tom and Brock? It's just quite a bit of well, okay. information it's there. It's not so. black and white, right? So we caveats. want to try what? and drill this. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, no, I think. But, but let's, let's say this happens, you know, the game ends and they go for a hug. It's not the fourth quarter, right? I wanted that to be clear. It can't be an after the game hug. We're going to be very, very drunk. Uh, looking yeah, for I'm this hug gonna... in the fourth quarter and th- things could get crazy at the end. So I, I don't know. Uh, that's why I wanted to put that in there. Cause we're not going to have the TV coverage to go back and look, it's going to be, do we, do we spot it or does it go viral after if we missed it in the fourth quarter? Can you help set the stage then for the moment you're referencing? Who is the matchup where they hug? Bills and who are they taking on? Kelly, do you want to do you want to take it away? Or I got it. Okay. No, you're, you're so you're the, you're the, uh, the Bills the fan, yeah. were playing uh, the was it the Detroit Lions? I'm trying to remember now, but the the picture it was the Lions. So the, they needed the that Lions. score yeah. to uh, to extend it or whatever. And uh, Josh Allen, like Stefan Diggs had done nothing most of the game. And then they went to him like pretty much solely for the final drive. He gets the touchdown and then they go over and it shows them on the sideline. And Josh Allen has his eyes closed and he's like petting okay. Stefan Diggs' head. Uh, it was, it was quite comical, but it, it was, uh, yeah, it was that Bill's lions game. I'm 99% sure. I'm just looking here. Yeah. So it, it was the game, or like at the Thanksgiving in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the Thanksgiving nice. game. He hit him for that. There. I can. I'm actually going to add that picture to the uh, to the sheet so that everyone has the context. Yeah, it's it, it was pretty hilarious, and that was so the Bills took the lead there, and then they missed the extra point, so the Lions only needed to get a field goal to tie it. I don't know if you remember. And then uh, so that missing the extra point actually probably benefited them in a way. And then Josh Allen with like 20 seconds left, got them into field goal range and they kicked the game winner. That was how that game ended. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was just hilarious to see. I mean, uh, yeah, a good bromance there. I'll say one of the better ones in the NFL. And, and is that on the field of play or just, on the you know on like this, on like, can it be on the sidelines too it's it's kelly's question so you hit us with it kelly yeah i think it can be anywhere i mean we've got enough caveats there there's got to be time on the clock it's got to yeah, be the fourth quarter anywhere. So I, think I was uh anywhere I, I the reason i stuck that in there just added on to kelly's question was like 
it can't be in the tunnel or like after the game kind of thing. It, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, they get a touchdown, they hug, you know, he makes a good pass around the sidelines. They hug. That's all good. It's just, it's got to be visible on the field, if that makes sense. And where are we on a handshake that I believe they call it dapping? Uh, where are we on, on bringing, bringing it in, but not necessarily a full in, envelopment of one another's arms? We want two arms wrapped around the body here. This can't be a handshake. This can't be like a shoulder around you. Like, yeah. good job, buddy. It's, it's got to be two arms, two arms wrapping. So uh, this one, if it's the defining question of the week, we'll, <laughs> we'll see who we like better to <laughs> pick which way it goes. But yeah. yeah. Hey, there's, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's a, a McKinney hug, which is, two guys awkwardly hugging each other and the most they usually manage is one arm. So a one arm oh, hug is like a McKinney, McKinney hug. It's just is. lame. Okay. So I think it's going to be two <laughs> proper two arm hugs. Yeah. <laughs> from, from the front, that's what it Aaron's is. Aaron's been telling us it's something very different yeah. for many years. He's been McKinney hugging so many girls, but maybe it's different okay. guy to guy. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, that wraps up the uh, the sheet for the week. So we're gonna get into the land ho locks. Uh, Kelly, I know uh, y- you know you you don't listen to us ever before. You told us that before the show. That kind of hurt a little bit. I thought maybe you'd tune into one. You've done a lot of traveling recently. I thought maybe a podcast or something. Uh, but hey, that's fine. You know, we're just on Spotify, Apple Music, and hey. YouTube, so we are pretty hard to find. Recover. Uh, <laughs> anyways, if you want to kick us off your land ho lock of the week, give it to us. The lock of the week. So I'm going to pick one yeah, that any, I guarantee is a lock of the any week. Any one you want, mm. and uh, you give us the yes or no. It seems it seems lame to pick the number one question I'm as the lock of the week because that's too easy. No, it's too lame. I gotta go a bit deeper. Uh, I'm just clicking, clicking. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yep. Nope. There's uh, probably uh, taking too much unlimited time. Unlimited time, really. And uh, to to put a bit of context while you're scrolling through, uh, Hank and I we we make a parlay on Bet365 with these picks. So you give a lock, I give a lock, Hank okay. gives a lock, and then we do a parlay bet on Bet365. Uh, we're now into week 14, and we have never won. One of the Lando Lock parlays. So we're hoping that changes this week. No pressure, but uh, yeah, give us a good one. <laughs> well, I got to say, Bills to win. Is yeah, just okay. Free money. I love so that. I love that. Uh, Hanker, yeah. I snatched the mic from you early last week uh, because I needed to get back in the win column. It worked. I took AJ Brown on the over. That was the lock of the century. Easy money. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I'm going to let you uh, go second this week because uh, yours – oh, yours did land last week. So are you are you 500? No. Or I am – One back. What is the Austin Powers line when him and his father speak in English English? The one that's all sixes and sevens. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm six and seven. So <laughs> okay, trying to so- knot it up. I'm trying to knot it up here. I'm going to do what you did last week. We used to have quite ambitious receiving yard overs. I think they've come back down to reality. You've already given me the weather report. It means we're clear for takeoff. The Jets 
Garrett Wilson over 79 and a half yards. I'm actually going to say he does that in the first half. I'm that oh. confident. Of course, oh if, he, if he does it in the third quarter, I'm going to take the win. But I'm just <laughs> here to say that side prop, not only does he get over 79 and a half, he does it in the first half. Garrett okay, Wilson. I love... I love that. I love that. And uh, and say, I'm going to, uh, I mean, first of all, the, the, the true lock of the week is the first mate question. Will they hug in the fourth quarter? Of course they will. If there was Stefan Diggs to score a touchdown, I'd be taking that all day. But uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with one. Uh, I'm going to go on the Jets side here. And I'm going to say Mike White, yes, to throwing an interception. Okay, so just to recap, Kelly, he's got Bill's money line. Okay, they're a heavy favorite right now. It's actually nine and a half points, which I think is a bit rude, especially because the bets, the Jets just beat them a couple weeks ago. But uh, hey, the Bills team to beat. So Bill's money line, Hanker is going the Garrett Wilson, the rookie wide receiver over. 79 and a half yards and i'm taking mike white to throw that interception so there we go that's the land ho locks of the week and uh and that wraps up kind of the bet pirate portion guys uh what are we talking about kelly i noticed you've been sipping on a beer there what do you got today what are you working on you know i've got a caledon hills hot august night's pale lager which i've never Never Are you part of some beer of the month tasty. club? I notice you always have a, an interesting selection in the fridge. Are you just quite adventurous in the LCBO beer fridge? I I would not say I'm that adventurous because I, I actually drink a lot of mm-hmm. Coors Light and easy drinking stuff, but someone will come over and they'll bring a six pack of weird stuff and it just pop it in the fridge. So it's usually here until I can unload <laughs> it on Speaking of guests, which, but, the last time, uh, I, maybe not the last time tonight. I was there, but... You unloaded uh, the Prince Eddie's Lil Scoops on everyone. <laughs> and my God, um, I get your, that's not really something you're supposed to just drink out of the can. I think they were suggesting you, you kind of poured over ice cream for some reason, but I don't think a single can, and they're only like, you know, yeah, 250 yeah. milliliters, not a single can made tiny, it back tiny. to the Stantons, which was just two houses down the road. I think. If you look in your bushes, you might find a few little scoops. <laughs> That's funny. No, it's, Sorry it's about good. that. I feel badly. It's very funny, though. Hey, Hazer, before we get to your beer, did you get the uh, the haze box I, I dropped I, off I in your chair did. anonymously? Um, that was very cool. I was asking around, and nobody knew. And then because nobody knew, I knew it was you, but was yet to say thank you. So I guess thank you very much. Um, I actually have it here in the garage. I'll, uh, it, it's, it, where's it from? Nice. They're, they're in Canada. Are they in Ontario? I can't remember. Uh, no idea. I was at the LCBO and it was at the front and it like, it looked like one of those ones that someone had, had grabbed and decided <laughs> not to get. So she was going to restock it. And I said, oh, I can, I'll take that and save you restocking. She goes, no, that's the pick of the week. That's our employee's pick of the week. And I said, oh, I got a buddy uh, named Hazer, so. Okay, he's Throw doing the, the old cutout. While he's frozen, I'm going to run up and grab it and maybe try one. It's a beer, or are we? Is it a, a wine? Okay, it's a four pack of beer. I think they're hoppy, and I don't think Eric likes hoppy, so it may not be the best gift. But it said haze on it, so haze cube is what's called. So, 
Uh, you did Seems for a obvious. second Am I there. Cutting and, out? Uh, Hayes took the opportunity to go and actually grab one of those out of the out of the fridge. So it, nice. You got one for Arr, us, mateys. Look oh, at that, nice. eh? Oh, okay. The old Hayes cube. So we've got uh, the Castronaut, which is a session hazy IPA, four and a half percent. Uh, they get very aggressive after that. So there's a Settle Down Hazy IPA, which is 6.9%. Uh, that's the heftiest one. Help yourself to my neighbor's pool. It's a smoothie IPA with peach and mango flavors, 6%. And then we end with Party Sharks Foggy IPA, 6.5%. Uh, so there you go. Um, the Haze Cube. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, maybe I'll try one because right now I'm just having a Bud Light seltzer. Yeah, kind of lame. I know. Oh, I got a. I, I I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. I'm missing uh, hockey on Thursday night. We've got our McDougal work Christmas party, so I'm waking up at 5:30 tomorrow morning to play hockey at 6 a.m. Uh, so I didn't want to get into a heavy beer because I normally don't feel that great the next day, but. Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe I'll have a little nightcap haze cube. Who the fuck runs hockey at 6 a.m.? Nice. It's a lot of really old guys, and then for some reason there's a handful of really young guys like Matt Smith, Spencer Suds. These kids are out there. And, uh, yeah, I went out on Monday. They do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three times a week, which is just mind-boggling. But, uh yeah. I played with briefly when I came back to town and couldn't get on regular ice. And the first week they had a piece of lumber in front of the net with hole, with a hole cut into it because they said, yeah, the goalie doesn't show up. So we bring lumber. And I was like, yeah, if, right, if there's this. ever just one goalie or no goalies, <laughs> I will not be going. But uh, I went on Monday, there were two goalies, there was 11 guys. Uh, so one team had no subs. One team had one sub and, uh, yeah, I've skated around for an hour in the morning. So there you go. Um, Hanker, you got anything going on? No, I mean, nothing beyond just scrolling through more NFL. And then the list just goes on and on. The The material to work with for naming your son. Highly recommend just <laughs> taking a look through. I might take a, a look through the NBA depth charts as well and find some gold in there. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions, I'm all ears. I'm sure Sarah will wholeheartedly appreciate them. Yeah, but I'll send you a link. Okay. I got a link. Uh, for Actually, you. who was the guy? I, I want to circle back to this. It was one of the times we, we had a bit of a technical difficulty. Um, Mike Shad was his name, the, the guy from Belleville on the Rams. So I, I just... Yeah. Yeah, he remained... The highest okay, that was gonna, yeah, drafted he, he Canadian does actually have a Wikipedia page. That's how you know. That's how you know he's made it. Uh, the only Canadian, uh, at least the only Canadian who played in the in Canada, uh, like in in college, to be drafted in the first round. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, pretty impressive. There's, things there's have got to be a lot good... different, though, right? Like what, the CFL, much like the parody. Either the NFL wasn't as competitive or as, as, as just superhuman as it is now or what. But, like, I know that the CFL in general, maybe you can help us understand this. Uh, my, my dad was, like, a massive CFL guy. And I know, like, a lot of people his age were. 
and it just did not translate whatsoever. I have to imagine part of that is that the parody just fell out the floor. The American high school programs just blew up and the Canadian ones did not. And here we are today where it feels like it's two different sports. And it kind of is. Yeah, I can't add a lot to it other than, you know, you see the my good friend Henek Mwamba, uh, you know, played a season. Actually, I think he played for the Jets. 13 games of the Jets, just won the Great Cup and the MVP. Uh, you know, but you see a CFL player, maybe got a look in the NFL, and then they come back and, you know, kick butt in the CFL. So, the the yeah, the parody is just too much, I think. Yeah. The, I, the, I don't watch the, CFL. I mean, I, you're, you're definitely right, Hanker. Like, it's crazy. I've done a couple trips uh, when I was in high school playing football or rugby, and we'd go, like, I went to Ohio, and we went to one of their high school football stadiums, and it was like, it, it was crazy. It was bigger than like a OHL hockey ring. Like there, it was just crazy. And, and it, they, they love it there. It's like their religion. So, I, I mean, there's that part of it. And then honestly, the, the, the NFL game, it's, it is a different game. The three downs versus four downs, you know, the, the CFL, I, in my opinion, I think, and I know there are still a lot of like CFL truthers. They love it. They love that it's different but they would have a much better product and a much better following in my eyes if they were like a farm league for the NFL, mimic the rules, same field and everything. Because there are some guys who come through. So Cameron Wake is a guy played on the, the Dolphins, but he came from the CFL and he was one of the best players when he got to the NFL. Um, Ricky Williams, another guy played on the Dolphins, same thing, like, you know, CFL guy. Um, but now, like any Canadians in the NFL, I think there's only like three that are like starting mm-hmm. on an active roster right now. They were all in in high school or college in the U.S. for sure. Like they, none of them yeah. were, you know, they're born here, but they're playing in the States. So Chase Claypool, I know from the Bears, uh, Chubba Hubbard is one mm-hmm. of them. And then there's a safety on the Dolphins there. Uh, Howard, I believe his last name, or... Yeah, anyways, uh, Holland is actually his last name. All, all Canadian guys, but all played in, in big schools in the States. So it's like Canada just hasn't kept up with like the youth football side. Actually, you know what? I got a trivia one. The the guy that played for the Chiefs uh, from Montreal, Saint Laurent Tardive, the doctor, he went to Canadian University, yep, strangely, and then, then went yep. to the NFL, right? I, yeah. I like, that's, like that doesn't happen very yeah, often. Yeah, other than Chad, I mean, I, I don't hear Never. you don't hear of anybody. There's not even a lot of uh, yeah. CIS players that go to the CFL. <laughs> you yeah, know? Like it's, it's yeah. a lot of American players. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. And that guy's hilarious because he goes to the, the NFL. He won the Super Bowl, or did they lose that year? I can't remember. Anyways, and then COVID happened, and and he's he was a doctor trying to be a doctor. So he quit the league entirely and went back and and is now a doctor full time. So kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, amazing. You, you just think, okay, respect. It's amazing what I you did. I think what Kelly's trying to you say think you here got a four or five year career. There is, uh, you respect that for sure. You're sorry. You're back on giver. Yeah. Oh, just respect. But he, you got a four or five year career max, right? As a a lineman in the NFL. Yep, four or five you know, you year just think, max. I would do that, and then I would be the NFL. A 
But, uh, it, and actually the linemen, a lot of them are, are longer than that. It's actually one of the few positions where they, they actually don't, you know, seem to get as injured as often. I say that they get rolled up on a lot, but it's not the head injuries that like normally end guys careers, which is funny because you, you think of them as banging heads all the time, but they're not taking the big impact hits that, uh, the, the blind sides and stuff is often. So you cut out again there. Yeah. Uh, tell you what, we are at 44 minutes. Um, <coughs> Kelly, you have been a wonderful guest. I know you've got a little something special coming up uh, this Thursday. So recording this Tuesday night. Uh, if you're listening this week, Kelly, do you want to give us a, a little preview of what's uh, coming Thursday for you? You bet, Eric. And I hope not to cut out. Um the Stony Lonesome Christmas Special is launching December 8th, featuring Eric Hayes, uh, Matt DeMille, a few local stars, and then also actors from the big city of Toronto, a whole host of them. And that is, uh, it's a big deal for us because it's 22 minutes long, which is actually the length of a real TV show. And previous to this, all of our shows were six minutes long each. We did a full season in one hour. Amazing. Ten shows six minutes each, but this is, uh, we're going and, big time with the Christmas special. And, and so, so a, a little background there, because Kelly uh, didn't hype it up enough. Kelly is one of the main actors in the show, but also a writer, and he owns a company, 8020, with a guy, Victor Cooper, so a local guy. Henry, I, I think you know Victor, but your mom definitely knows him, taught him at Loyalist College. Uh, so they started this company. Uh, they've written most of the uh, it, well, the, the entire script, they've got one other writer who helps them. And uh, and yeah, they pitched it to Bell 5. So you can find that on Bell 5, December 8th. Uh, I'm in it. Uh, shirts off to tarps off. Uh, I don't know if I should say that might be a, a deterrent for some people. It's not a pretty scene anymore. But, uh, but December 8th, Stony Lonesome Christmas special. Season one is out if you've got an hour to kill and you want to laugh a couple times. Uh, give season one a look but the christmas special i think is going to be very funny so uh excited to see that one and with that fellas unless you've got anything else i was going to say if you want to see eric with his tarp <laughs> off again come to buffalo on uh sunday that is a guarantee PM. so uh, yeah we're uh, i am gonna i'm gonna bring my own uh folding table last year i i went around different sites and tried to uh Tried to break a few, but was unsuccessful. So this year I'm bringing my own. Uh, we're going to crash through it. Um, tailgate's going to be electric. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Hanker, I'm excited for you. We got 10 guys going. My brother Twippy, uh, week 13 bet pirate. He's got a crew of guys going down. Kelly's going with the crew of guys. It's going to be a, a nut house. I'm very excited. Very Sunday, excited. it's an early wake up, but uh, we'll see you guys there. And uh, for all the bet piraters, Thank you for this special week, the week 14 edition. Remember, get those e-transfers in before 1 p.m. Uh, Hanker and I are going to be at a tailgate. So if, uh, if you don't have them in, we're going we're gonna to lock the form at that point. Um, but make sure you get those e-transfers in. Guys, anything else? Any final words? Kelly says, see you in the future. See you in the future. I love the wardrobe changes. He's got the best tickle trunk in the league. Matey, shiver me timbers. Week 14 from the crow's nest. That's a wrap. Thank you, our guest, Scooterman, a.k.a. Kelly McKinney. Find him on Bell 5 this Thursday. Hanker, 
Stick on the ice. We'll see you Sunday. Go Bills!